Manual podcast. Now, today is an episode that might be kind of overdue because, hello, I'm an online business manager and I really haven't taken the time to create an episode for you guys all about systems. I think I struggle because, and this was me in the beginning, very, very when I first started and didn't really understand the importance, not just the importance, but what systems actually meant, which is part of why I wanted to start off and talk about how systems are freedom. Now, I debated a little bit this sort of title or theme for this episode because I am naturally an optimistic person and I would rather talk about something from the angle of it being inspiring from the angle of optimism and share about how systems actually equal freedom for you and your business. The other option, and you probably see this out in the space, there's nothing wrong with it, but you could talk about how systems are going to save you. How if you don't have systems, you can, worst case scenario, lose or have to close your business in times of emergencies or stress, or you're not going to be able to grow and scale with sort of the ebbs and flow of life and parenthood and all of those things. Again, both things are true. But I would like to talk about ideally creating these things and these systems from the place of freedom in our business, freedom in our lives, because ultimately that's what it means, and the benefit of all the other cascading things. So if you ever want to take time off from your business, whether that's a day, a week, a month, and you don't want to shut down your business, I can tell you that it is possible that you can not only have your business operate, but even make money without you managing those daily, weekly, or monthly tasks. I'm not saying just set it up and let other people run it. That's not what this is. But I do think that it's important to think about why we got into this business in the first place and what type of quality of life we want. Do we want to go on family vacations with our laptop and wake up in the morning before everybody else and do a little work and take the kids to the pool and work while they're playing in the pool. I've certainly been there and done that, but I don't think that's the only way. And if you at least start on creating some of the foundations we're going to talk about today, you can get to the place where you can actually leave your laptop at home. You can actually not open it all weekend and not have things fall apart on Monday. Now, in the same way, what if something happens and you can't get online for a period of time, whether that's to you or to a family member, it could be a natural disaster. We had a massive earthquake in Alaska that for some neighborhoods and for some people really, for lack of a better word, shook us up. Power was out, water pipes burst, roads were closed, roads collapsed, um, people were trapped. We weren't, but we could have very easily been without water for a long period of time. That's a real thing that can happen. And if I have these systems set up, which I do, then things can still be happening in my business. And 
my clients won't think I ghosted them. Now, I'm not going to spend this whole episode talking about all the reasons why I think a system would benefit you. I think you guys can get the gist of that and know where I'm going. What I'm really asking you to think about is have you or are you creating something that you don't want? Are you creating your own version of a nine to five job that you are even maybe more tied to than that job because you're also working from home and probably taking it home with you? Or are you creating systems for more freedom so you can leverage your skills in new ways? That's the question I would ask myself. So I'm going to talk about a few types of systems that I recommend that everybody has in their business. And then we're going to talk about documenting those systems. Both of them are tools that you need to be able to grow, scale, and have that freedom you're looking for. And some of them you might have, and some of them you still might need to set up. But let's start with a document and file management system, because pretty much I would say everybody is going to have something like this in their business. I recommend Google Drive if you're working with virtual teams. It's going to be important that they're able to easily access these files. A lot of times, if you use a paid version, I think it's $6 a month to have a paid version, you can have your domain. So my domain is juliecalcote.com. I registered it and was able to have, instead of the at Gmail email address, now our mine and my team's email addresses are all at juliecalcote.com. And that's through Google Drive. The other benefit to Google Drive is this is very important if you have a team. If people are creating assets for your business, you want to maintain ownership of those documents. If you have somebody working with you and they're creating everything in their Google Drive and sharing it with you, you don't have ownership of those documents. So if that person leaves your team, you've just lost access to those unless you're going to manually copy and paste everything over. Whereas if you assign somebody an email, or even if they have access to a general email, like a hello or a support at yourdomain.com, and then that person on your team or multiple people log in and create documents under that email address, you maintain ownership of those documents when that person leaves or when you offboard them. So uh, drive and file management is very important when you have a business. Now, a project management tool, and this might evolve as your business evolves and grows, but this is a place where you're going to document everything you do, everything you need to do, what needs to be done in your business on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis. This includes all the admin tasks, launches, content creation, your team management, your SOP related tasks. SOP stands for standard operating procedure. All those things are going to go in your project management tool and live there. You guys know I use and love ClickUp. That might not be right for everybody. Other popular ones that people use are Asana, Trello is an option. I do think that most teams will outgrow Trello at some point. Now, if you have customers or clients in your business, if you're a service-based business, if you're a coach who has clients, most businesses in the online space are going to need a CRM or a customer relationship management tool. This is not only going to automate your client experience, but it's also going to elevate it. So things like your invoices, your contracts, your lead conversations and forms can all be managed within this tool. 
And some of the tools even offer a scheduler so people can actually book directly within this tool and then find a time on your calendar. All of that stuff is managed in one place, which is really lovely. The popular software for this includes Dubsado and HoneyBook. Now for years, Dubsado has led this space in terms of automation. It might be more complicated slash less intuitive to set up. But if you wanted to spend the time and energy or pay someone to set it up, there are automations in terms of things that can happen behind the scenes with you not even having to be involved. So somebody could, you know, at midnight your time, but a different time zone for them could log in, could schedule a call, pay for a service, sign a contract, pay an invoice all while you're sleeping and it just one thing happens seamlessly after the other. Now, HoneyBook has stepped up a lot, especially in this last year of 2022. And not only are they easier to set up, but their automations have evolved. If you want more of a breakdown on this, you can check out our episode with Jen Bays. She specifically talks through the pros and cons and the differences in Dubsado and HoneyBook. So definitely check that out. The benefit also of using a CRM that has a scheduler is if it does, you don't have to pay for any additional software because most business owners are going to need some type of scheduling tool so people can grab time on your calendar that you've blocked off as available for things like discovery calls, client meetings, coffee chats, things like that. So you can use a software like Acuity or Calendly or something like Dubsado is going to have that built in and not be an extra charge. So next, let's talk about how you're going to talk to people, i.e. your email management system. I am a big proponent for starting an email list, even if you don't think you need one, even if you're not sure where you're going, even if you just plan on having a one-to-one service-based business, i.e. something like an OBM or a DOO or a project manager. If you have some way for people to sign up and stay in touch with you, even if it's 10 people, you can still reach out to those 10 people who I would argue are definitely what I would consider warm leads at that point and say, hey, I have an opening next month for this type of service. You know, anybody who's interested, hop on a call with me and have a link there. That has a much better chance of success and way of working out for you than just blasting that on your social media or worse, just sort of than you having to go out and engage in groups and try to remember, you know, who was interested in your services a couple months ago. You can have an email management service set up quickly and easily. And because you never know where your business is going to take you, you might in a year, two years, five years, decide to offer a digital product or a course or something where you'd want to grow that email list. And having one started is, it's a relief really when you get to that place. So I started with MailerLite. It was recommended to me by McKinsey Mater who designed my website. It was free. It worked great. It was easy to use. And then for paid, I prefer ConvertKit. There's lots of options out there, but I like ConvertKit for its tools, for its deliverability, and just for its ease of use. Now, something else to consider when building out your systems is an automation tool. Sometimes these systems don't naturally talk to each other. In this case, I connect them with a tool like Zapier. 
For example, in my business, I have Dubsado and ClickUp. And when I have somebody come in and fill out a form to hop on a 15 minute call with me to talk about what they're looking for, to see if we might be a good fit, I have a zap set up so that when this form is created or an email is sent through my website, because my Dubsado contact me form is also hooked up through my website, then a task is created for me in ClickUp with a due date that's automatically assigned for 24 hours. Before I set up this app, this information I believe was going to my inbox and (laughs) sometimes still, although not as much as it used to be, the inbox can get messy. It just gets filled up very quickly during the weekdays and things are moving fast. So since I'm in ClickUp, I'm managing my tasks in ClickUp, I'm seeing things come up in there. That's the best way for me to see and respond to these things or assign them really easily because then if it's in my email and I want to assign it to somebody else on my team to manage, I'd have to go in and create that task. Whereas with the zap into ClickUp, I just have to change the assignee and maybe change the date and boom, it's ready to go. Also, I've heard people say Zapier and Zapier. I'm not sure which one it is. So if you guys know for sure, let me know. Now, and I cannot emphasize this enough, What I don't want you to do is spin your wheels for weeks or even worse, months, trying to decide between platforms, relentlessly watching pros and cons videos on YouTube, or, you know, overthinking this to the point of like mental exhaustion. Just accept that you will make some mistakes. You hear people say this, and it applies to lots of different areas of business, but failing faster is not a bad thing. It's okay to pick a software that ends up not working out for you. You can switch it. Yes, you've invested some time, probably some money in getting it set up, but it's better if you know that something's not a good fit to switch it and move on than keep trying to fit a square system into a round hole. As an OBM, part of what I do for my clients is make recommendations for their business, what system will best work for their personality, for their clients, for everything that's happening in their business. And I wanted to give you some things that I would kind of work through before I made a recommendation to a client, if this helps you make a decision on some of these. I think number one about budget. Most, if not all of these systems has a free or trial offer that you can use. For example, and I think this is still the case, Debsato offers you three full clients for free. Once you exceed those three clients, then you have to have the paid version. Zapier offers a certain amount of automations for free. ClickUp offers things for free, Google Drive, et cetera, et cetera. They might not have all the features, but you can certainly get in and try these things out and see if they work for your business. But think about what your budget is and what you really need at that time. If you are not planning on scaling, let's say a digital shop, you might not need a paid email provider at this point. So choose something free for right now. Also think about if you have team members that are coming into that platform or software, this will be on the websites, but there is sometimes and usually an extra charge for bringing on team members. And sometimes that can multiply very quickly. So check that out before you commit to something because you could think I'm getting in for this price and you add in two team members and all of a sudden that price could be doubled or or worse. So think about what problem or issue do you need this platform to solve and does the platform really solve it? How easy is it to set up? 
can you set it up? Or is there going to be an additional charge for you to pay someone either on your team or on a project basis to set it up for you? Because the system's not going to do you any good if you don't know how to use it, you don't have the time or energy to set it up. So think about that when you're factoring in budget, but also just ease of use. How important is it for you to get in and be able to send an email out or to set up a new workflow? If it's too complicated and you have to wait on somebody on your team to do it, then maybe that's not the system that you want to go with right now. And then think about what integrations does it have? Can it help you eliminate other softwares, especially ones that you're currently paying for? And also the more native integrations something has, the better. Because although I did mention Zapier, it does break. It's not that hard to fix and or reconnect, but it is going to break at some point. And if you have platforms or systems that have native integrations, so if you go to ClickUp, it'll say integrations and it makes those two systems talk together, that is going to be a much better solution than having Zapier if you can get it. So now we've talked a little bit about software, sort of like tech stack type of stuff. What else do you need to really generate that freedom that you want in your business? And this is a big one. It's the documenting of recurring tasks, aka SOPs or standard operating procedure. Now, why should you do this? Especially if you're a solopreneur and you don't have a team or maybe aren't planning on hiring somebody yet. Well, I know for me, there are things I do in my business that I'm only doing once a month once a quarter or even once a year. And even though I've done the thing before, sometimes you just forget like where to click, where to go. And something that should take you 10 minutes literally takes you 30 or worse more because you can't remember how to do it. In this case, if you had a little video or a step-by-step document to walk you through it, you're going to save that time. You're going to not only recoup the time you spent creating it, but as it compounds, you're going to get more and more time back from that effort. And in reality, for most of us, at some point in our business, we are going to want to bring on someone to help us with certain tasks. And if everything is living in your head, it's going to take you so much more time to get that person onboarded, to get them up to speed. If you literally have nothing created, it's going to create so much more stress for you because in truth, most people are waiting too long to hire. They're not being proactive. They're being reactive. And by the time you're reactive in your hiring process, you're usually drowning in tasks. So the last thing you have the time or space to do is tell somebody what you need them to do. I can certainly relate in that my first team member came on and we were, I was really open about this, but I said, I feel like I don't even have the time to think about what to assign you. So I'm talking to you from a place of, I've been there, done that, and there is a better way. So if you literally just started a spreadsheet, uh, you know, a Google Doc and recorded videos as you were doing things that are tasks that you do on a recurring basis in your business and saving them there, you're going to feel so much relief when the time comes and you either need to look at that video or process or assign it to someone else. Now, even just this year, 
I've heard of software and tools that you can use for free to help you create those SOPs and those videos, including there's a Google Chrome extension called Tango. Literally, you go into the extension, walk through a process, and everything you click, it takes a screenshot, and then you can write in what you're doing and you're ready to go with your process. Now, if you've listened to some of the more recent podcast episodes, you might know this, but I am officially launching my little mini product, the No Sweat SOP Kit. So this is for the business owner who doesn't want to start from scratch, doesn't want to come up with their own SOP templates, just wants a little head start on doing this process in their business. So I've created a little mini vault of SOP templates. We tried to look at the most common things that people would be doing in their business from sending out emails to scheduling blogs. And we put those templates in the vault, including an SOP. I always love this one. It makes me laugh every time I say it. An SOP on how to create SOPs. And there's even a little video training in there that talks about how to create a really informed and helpful video to attach to your SOP. Because I really like showing up and just pouring into you guys. Like that is where my heart is and that's super fun for me. I also added in our own uh, SOP tracking database. So when we create SOPs, we put them all in one place. I actually have it linked in ClickUp. So we could view that database in there. could definitely be created in there, but I, I like having it in Airtable. So we gave you guys that database in Airtable. You can copy and just get going with it. I also included my team communication guidebook template that I use with my own clients when we think about bringing on new team members, how and where we want them to communicate and put certain things and updates. There's a template for that in this pack. I also put the hiring clarity modules that are really they go with a hiring kit freebie. And so you guys might know in the freebie, I have a workbook that talks about creating your vision, your values, and doing a time study in your business. These are the videos that are currently in my hiring course that walk you through a little more in depth each one of those things. So you have access to that with this product. You also get, you also get, and I'll go over these quickly because I feel like I sound like an infomercial. You also get a little mini training on my SOP startup guide with tips and tricks to really creating SOP that is going to work for your business the first time. I have a video of SOP tech stack shortcuts, like my favorite tech to use in conjunction with creating the SOPs. And I included my team onboarding questionnaire. So For a lot of us, when we're thinking about creating these, we are at the point where we're considering hiring or we think it's a possibility in the future. So I added in my team onboarding questionnaire. So you guys are already started. You have a head start with your onboarding process. Oh, and I should say, if you want to check this out, you can go to julietraining.com backslash SOP to see that and purchase it there. And I'll also put that link in the show notes. Now, let me just say, I know because I am this person, but for freedom-minded people, people that are resistant to schedules and boxes and containers and I don't know how to manuals, this 
whole thing could sound like a huge bummer, but I can promise you the more structure you have, the more freedom you have created for yourself. Everything you automate, everything you delegate, you're creating literal time freedom, which you can't buy with all the money in the world. I think Jocko Willick says discipline equals freedom. I think the same thing. These systems equal your freedom. I haven't talked to one single person in the online space or brick and mortar, anybody who's had a business who said that their goal was to work more. Yeah, we can all love what we do and pour into it, but to feel tied to something we can never take a break from will lead you to burnout faster than anything. These systems and automations and documents are literally your ticket to freedom. Also, if you missed out on Hire Hire Pants on Fire, my hiring course when I launched it in May, because as I said, hiring a team is one way you can get your time back. There is a one-time offer on the back end of the SOP pack that lets you get into the program for over $200 off, which is It's a crazy deal, but I would rather have business owners have access to that and have the freedom than need it and not be able to have access. So there's that. My last thing that I'm going to throw at you is my last pitch to get you to think about setting up these automations and systems in your business is that we're coming into fall for the Northern Hemisphere quarter four it's really the perfect time to plan to get these systems in place because what happens is we're going to have these big dreams and new goals for 2023. And if you can spend a little bit of time getting this foundation built now, you're going to be able to take off and pursue those goals in a much different way. As always, I adore you guys so much and I'm just so grateful for this platform and the relationship that we have. If you have any questions, you can send me a DM over at Julie Calcote OBM on Instagram. And if you're over there, if you're on your phone and you don't want to type in a link, hey, I'm I'm with you. Just DM me the word SOP and I'll send you the link to the sales page. Until next time, friends. 